Blog Talk Radio. Matches Talk Radio, a monthly holistic lifestyle show focused on the continual evolution into the best versions of our authentic selves. We and our guests discuss relationships and health and wellness, each of which contributes to meaningful and fulfilling lives. This is Justina, your host. I'm a former practicing lawyer and the founder of Intersections Match, the only elite national personalized matchmaking company focused on singles of South Asian descent nationwide in the U.S. I'm very excited to welcome Jackie Warner to our show tonight. Jackie is a fitness expert, gym owner, television star, and entrepreneur. In addition to starring in her own reality TV series with Bravo, Jackie has a series of popular workout DVDs and owns a complete wellness center, Sky Sport and Spa, in Beverly Hills. Jackie also launched Skylab, an all-inclusive, life-changing camp designed for overweight clients. Today, we'll be discussing Jackie's book, This Is Why You're Fat, and How to Get Thin Forever. Welcome, Jackie. 
Can you guys hear me? Yeah, sorry about that, Jackie. We've got you unmuted. Welcome. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for having me. As Intersections mission is holistic and includes personal empowerment and wellness coaching in consultation with a registered dietitian, I'm fascinated by insights regarding proactively working towards health and wellness goals. Jackie, mm-hmm. before exploring the insights shared in your book, why don't you share with our listeners what prompted you to write this book in the first place? Well, I, I, honestly, I've, I've um, been certified and owned gym since I was 30, and that's been now, wow, 12 years. I'm 42, and I had a lot of information, tricks of the trade, secrets, things that um, were unique to my world, things that I trademarked in my business that I really wanted to share with people. And you have to understand the TV when, show, Workout, when, when that show came to me, it brought me an audience beyond thousands, but millions literally of people. And I got emails and questions and people would come up to me and they all had the same kind of questions. How do you lose weight? How do you keep it off? And how do you, when you lose weight, um, not plateau. So these are some of the common questions. And so as I was writing the book, um, just with my ideas and my insights, everything would go to this is why you're fat and how to get thin forever. And so that's what I titled the book because it was so appropriate. There are three factors that are making America fat, really, in this, you know, for our country. And I wrote about those three factors, what, you know, extensively what caused um, people to be overweight and then how to cure yourself from that disorder because that's what it is. Yeah, how interesting. Now, in your book, you mentioned three simple rules, and I'd like to share them one by one with our listeners and have you explain. Um, So the first rule you share is no overcomplicated diets or routines. So tell us Mm -hmm. about that. Um, It's funny because I just did um, a very popular morning talk show uh, Saturday, and we were talking about New Year's Eve resolutions, and one of the resolutions, I said, you know, they said, well, why do people um, gain weight, and and why do they set goals and then tend to break their goals after the uh, New Year's? And the biggest roadblock is basically setting, uh, trying to, to overachieve, so setting a high weight loss goal as well as getting into a complicated book, a complicated diet, and a complicated fitness routine. You have to simplify it. The brain is, is we want to see, see things in a, in a certain way, and the more simple, the more we respond to it. So I had to, it took me a year to write the book and to break down these principles, and then I rewrote it, and I rewrote it, and I rewrote it three <laughs> times to, to wow. simplify it. So it actually took me about a year and three months to turn this book in. And um, basically, I said, okay, it's still too complicated. I have to make this so, so simple for people. And um, that's what I achieved in the book. It's literally the easiest diet you have. I mean, one of the principles in the book is I add foods. So I say keep your junk food diet or what, however you're eating – even if it's bad, keep that um, diet, and I'm going to simply add foods for the first two uh, weeks, not take anything away. So you don't feel deprived in the least. I just need you to add every day these foods that are going to cause your body to burn more fat. And the truth of the matter is I've been doing this for years, and it's very, very effective. And people were responding to me that they were losing about one to two pounds a week by adding food to their existing junk food diet. That's substantial. Um, and that's one of the tendencies of the book that's very unique. Um, the body is a, I always say the body is a beautiful machine. It is perfect and it works 
perfectly, even if you're 300 pounds overweight. Uh, it's still a machine, and if you simply start giving it the right fuels, the right nutrients, it will balance itself. It will cleanse the liver. It will start working properly. So you just have to give it the right gasoline. Excellent. And you um, you actually mentioned your second rule was, your second simple rule actually, deprivation does not work. And you mentioned that in terms of keeping your foods and, and adding foods on top of that. Was there anything else you wanted to add about that second rule of deprivation not working? Or? Well, it's interesting. I'm, I, yeah, I'm the only fitness professional that allows you two cheat meals, the mm-hmm. only one that allows that. And uh, I, I enacted that about eight years ago in my career. And I noticed that when people, I'd say, okay, you have to eat clean and eat well. And basically what I was telling them to do is diet for six days in a row, and then they were allowed one cheat meal, one cheat meal for the rest of their life. Come on. That does not work. That is not a lifestyle change. So I started really thinking about this and, and thinking about, you know, how, how powerful the brain is and how it's so resistant to deprivation. And I said, let me try to add in a second cheat meal. So basically what I'm saying is you eat five days clean, preferably Monday through Friday, just like your work week. Mm-hmm. And then on the sixth and the seventh day, you allow yourself a cheat meal. Now get this, up to 1,500 calories each day. So that's a substantial cheat meal. That could be like a burger, fries, and, you know, beer. That could be, um, you know, going and getting a pint of haagen and something else. I mean, it's substantial. Um, so and one meal could one meal could be up to 1,500 calories during these two kind of cheat days that you're talking about. Exactly, um, on that sixth yeah. and that seventh day. And okay. so I gave them that sixth and that seventh day of cheat meals, and everybody started responding really well to that. And they started saying, well, I can do this because I, I, the light is at the end of the tunnel. And for five days in a row, I can stay and eat clean and keep sugar five grams and under and do all these things knowing that I'm going to go out with my friends drinking, you know, on Saturday night. And then Sunday I can wake up and have a brunch. See, that's a lifestyle. That's mm-hmm. not deprivation. And um, it, it really, really is highly effective and it, and it works for people. Great, and we're going to go a little bit into that again, but I want to jump into this, um, the last of the three simple rules that you have in your book. And it, again, dovetails with what you're saying, and that is live with intensity. So can you tell us, tell our listeners about that and how that um, relates to the whole plan? Well, it's, it's interesting because people that work out with intensity live with intensity. And I can tell sort of what life style or how a person behaves out in the world, if they're an alpha type personality, if they're not, um, how they perform at work, by how they start training with me. So um, living with intensity simply means it's not how long, it's how strong. So you need, let's you'd say you don't have an hour, which many people don't have an hour a day to work out. But let's say you have 20 minutes. I would much rather you work to intensity, which means that you're doing nonstop like resistance training and cardio, um, that you're doing nonstop, no rest in between, so that's called power circuit training, and you are burning to the maximum. So you're still keeping good form, but you're burning in the seven to ten last reps, high repetitions. And that's an intensity. It's that muscle burn and it's that uh, fatigue that you feel from really going to failure, muscle failure. And that's how I train clients, whether it's an A-list celebrity client to someone that's 300 pounds overweight. We go to muscle failure, and that's what I'm talking about, intensity. When you train like that, by the way, 
everything changes in your energy. Everything changes in your nature. You start carrying yourself very differently because there's an aggression and a feeling and an energy that comes about. Also, you have to understand um, intense dopamine, serotonin, and endorphins are released with intense exercise, bursts of it. So you're getting that release in your brain, and that is going to change the way that your mood is throughout the day. It's going to elevate you. It's going to help you sleep better, and it will certainly uh, change the exchanges that you have with other human beings. So it's very important to do that. Ah, so we're talking about releasing chemicals that affect your whole life very holistically, um, you know, from that, from taking, you know, making that commitment to, you know, work out with an intensity for, you know, for a finite period of time and then that reverberating. Um, so that's, that's high impact. Okay. Now, in your book, you, and you mentioned you advocate, you know, what you call a five plus two eating plan, which you discussed earlier. Now, you mm-hmm. now that's initiated by a two week jump start. So, can you tell us about mm-hmm. how that how that works together in terms of the two week jump start and the five plus two? Well, everybody loves a two week jump start because I, I did touch upon that. That two week jump start is simply adding foods to your existing diet. You will lose okay. weight on that two week. Jumpstart because let me tell you what the two week jumpstart does. You're adding foods that are hormone balancing. So, what happens with inactivity and as we get older, and when I say older, I mean after 30. (laughs) So, this is a huge population. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, exactly, which is still young, but it is after the age of 30. And particularly in women, what happens is there's a huge decrease of testosterone and human growth hormone, which we all know if we've read Time magazine or any, you know, any publications about this, human growth hormone is the, uh, it's the youth hormone. It's the what keeps you young. It's what keeps your skin young. It's anti-wrinkle. It's, um, you know, a muscle development. So people spend $3,000 a month injecting human growth hormone at a certain age. And so, with this intense exercise in certain foods, you can actually cause your body to increase human growth hormone. That's what I do. So in this two-week jump start, I actually add the foods in that increase human growth hormone, increase testosterone, increase DHEA, another youthful uh, hormone, and um, decrease, by the way, estrogen, you know, and that's what we are an estrogen-dominant society. Anybody that's got fast food and processed foods in their society, it's not just America. Other countries are now going to more of a, a fast food culture. Um, anybody that has that processed food, um, they are estrogen-dominant. So their body is actually holding on to estrogen, particularly in the midsection. So we decrease that estrogen and we increase like things like progesterone and good, good fat-burning hormones. So that's what that two-week start is, and then we get into the five clean plan, and that's the two days eating, you know, the cheat meals that I explained. I even give you a ton of ideas for cheat meals, like what that looks like for 1,500 and under. Okay. Um, yeah, but the five days you have to eat. Now, five days when I say clean, you have to eat the foods that I uh, line out in the book, but you also have to eat only five grams of sugar and under, um, so, you know, per serving. So that limits a lot of foods. Um, so you have to be careful about the sugar intake because that's one of the things that's definitely causing people to uh, gain weight is sugar addiction. Okay. And you speak, um, and I know in your book you have a great deal of information about that as well, sugar addiction. Mm-hmm. And like I said, you lay out the foods, which is very helpful. So it's very concrete in terms of, you know, um, you know, foods that would be oh, the five grams or less of sugar and the, and the foods for the jump start. And the, so that's, um, that's very helpful. Now, in our wellness coaching, we ask our clients to maintain a daily food and activity log. And I noticed that 
Your book likewise guides readers to keep a food journal. Now, given your Uh extensive experience, do share with our listeners your reasoning behind this, behind that food journal that you encourage. It's interesting because I ask people to um, keep a food journal initially. You do not always have to do this. This is in the initial stages. Mm -hmm. Um, Keep a food journal, but it's very important to keep a workout journal as well. Um, Okay. It causes you, first of all, there's accountability. So it's like having a personal trainer there to guide you or a nutritionist to guide you. You you have accountability. You see and you track what you're doing. Not only that, but when you're doing homework associated with weight loss and and fitness, um, studies show that there's um, you're more likely to achieve your goals. So um, it's important to see what you're eating, outline that, make little smiley faces next to the good days, make, you know, (laughs) frowns next to the bad. And also with your workout journal, I still do this. I still take a little notebook in, and I actually love, after all these years of training, which I've been training since I was 21, hardcore in the gym, after all these years, I still keep a workout journal and write out what exercises I do in combination, how many sets, how many reps. And then when I feel very sore over the next two days, I'm like, this was a really, this was a great routine. I'm going to have to do this for a month. I'm going to have to actually do this routine and just increase my weight, and in a month I'll change it because it takes a month to plateau. So um, it's really important to keep your journals initially to keep accountability for yourself and to also reward yourself when you are feeling sore, a good sore, and when you are losing weight with certain foods. Okay. Great, and your book has several great practical tips regarding grocery shopping and eating out. So can you share with our listeners one or two or three of them, of the many that you list out there? Yeah, I want to I want to say, especially during the holidays, um, a yes, little trick during the holidays. Timely. Yeah, totally. What, what you should be doing, first of all, never – this took me some time to learn, by the way. <laughs> and that is, that is always eat. You know, we all have a lot of holiday parties. Always mm-hmm. eat your mm-hmm. dinner before going to a holiday party. It's key before. because if, yeah, before. So eat your dinner. So eat that clean dinner. You know, eat your salmon and your broccoli and your brown rice and all those good things. And um, have your dinner and then go to the holiday dinner there or the holiday parties afterwards. And what happens is you're not as likely to graze because grazing can add up to maybe two, 3,000 calories easily. Um, at, at some of these parties that you have hors d'oeuvres passed around. And um, you're not as likely to drink because alcohol will not absorb as well. You're not as likely to, you know, have alcohol at that time. So that's number one. But number two is eat the good, the bad, and the ugly on the plate. Now, what I do is when I eat out or eat my Thanksgiving or Christmas meal, I classify everything on the plate as good, bad, or ugly. Now, good are lean proteins and vegetables or fruit. The bad is the starches and the carbs or the breads, right? And the ugly is the, the dessert, the wine, the alcohol. And so um, in America in particular, we eat in exactly the reverse order. We drink our wines first and we have our breads as we wait for our dinner. And then we eat our yummy things on the plate, which are the starches, the potatoes, things like that. And then we move on to the healthy things. So um, you have to switch that order. And what you do is you eat the good first and then you drink a full glass of water preferably with lemon, have that with lemon, and you just sit for just a few minutes. It takes 20 minutes for the chemical leptin to be released into your body, and that chemical tells your body it's full. This is a very effective chemical, so I just tell all your listeners to really try this because it works. Drink that glass of water, 
let your leptin release for about five more minutes, and then conquer the plate again and get into the other foods. One, you're not going to go back for seconds. Mm-hmm. So you're not going to go back for second orders because you're going to be full by that point. And two, you're not going to eat as much of the, the bad and the ugly, and that's the key. So that could shave off quite a lot of calories. Ah, okay. Very strategic. Um, no, this is fascinating. You develop a mind-body practice, which you've termed metaphysique. And you wrote in your book, and I'm going to actually quote from your book, um, you know, long before I developed metaphysique, I knew I had its power, a power that I practiced. I could change the way people acted around me. I could change the outcome of certain events. I could achieve anything I put my mind to. I understood at a very basic level that my thoughts, and the energy that emanated from those thoughts could move mountains or start fires. I simply had to choose which to do. Every one of you has that same power. You could do things you never thought you could do. You will create the body you want, starting with your own personal dialogue about yourself. Thoughts and feelings turn into action, and action into reality. Um, you know, I, I enjoyed learning about metaphysics in your book, mm-hmm. and it strikes me as a very empowering practice. So would mm-hmm. you explain, you know, just uh, briefly, and of course, I mean, in detail, someone can, um, would have to read, but can you explain briefly, you know, metaphysics to our listeners so they get an understanding? Well, it's interesting because, you know, um, that particular chapter took me an hour and a half to write. I was obviously incredibly passionate about that particular mm-hmm. chapter, and I know how my life has changed. I know that I couldn't have achieved anything that I have achieved now without controlling and um, having controlling my body and being physically strong, um, that strength carries into the inner mind, and it's very, very important. When people come in, by the way, I show them instantly when we have a consult, a client, what we do is we walk into a room. I say, walk into this room, walk up to the mirror, and I just want you to, I just want to watch you for a second. And we learn how to walk and to move our energy into a room before we even lift a weight or do any other work together or talk about diet. And um, it's a way of carrying yourself in the world. And it's much easier to carry yourself in the world with that strong presence and that strong energy and knowing that you can control people in a room. It's not manipulative. It's a power. And it's how people react to you. And um, part of that is having self-control over your body and feeling connected to your physicality and knowing that you are doing the right things by yourself. You know, I talk about self-esteem builders in there, and Mm self-esteem simply comes from setting small goals and achieving them. Just like children, you know, when we took tests as children and we procrastinated and we didn't study and then we failed the test, that was, you know, built self-loathing. But if we studied and we practiced, and we got an ace on the test, an A on the test, that built self-esteem. And we have to think of ourselves as adults. We are all still children, and we have that mentality when we carry that through. So we have to treat ourselves as such and, um, you know, still practice some of the things that, that built our personalities from childhood on. So, yeah, we you have to learn how to carry your energy and, and uh, connect that, you know, inner strength with outer strength, which is the body. And that comes from, like I said, setting small goals and achieving them. Can I tell you what a small goal is and what's really substantial? Right, yeah, absolutely. It's simply, here's, here's a small goal. 
drink, start drinking three liters of water a day. Now, let me tell you, I did, I had a researcher. I, I wrote the book. I didn't have a ghostwriter, but I had a researcher. She was fantastic. And she, I knew this to be true. I knew how substantial water was um, in terms of liver detoxifying. The liver, by the way, is the organ responsible for metabolizing fat. A lot of people don't know that. But however, you're, you know, if your liver is clean, usually your metabolism and your, your body is running cleaner and, um, and, and you're more thermogenic. So anyway, um, three liters of water can speed up your metabolism by 33%. That's huge, 33%. Yeah, so that's a small goal. So let's say none of your listeners do anything tomorrow. Let's say they read my book and they follow this. They drink three liters of water a day. Okay, that's doable. It's a small goal, and they achieve that, which is going to make them feel better about themselves. But they're going to see a huge benefit in a short amount of time from that, and they will start naturally losing weight. Wow. And you know what? I find that when someone naturally starts to lose a little weight, it just further mm-hmm. motivates, you know, so that it can be the person that may pick up the 560 plan or jumpstart or, in, you know, in some way. So that is, wow, okay, three liters a day of water. Um, I have a lot, yeah, I have a lot of tips and tricks in there. You know, something else I um, found out as I've been training and with clients all these years is when I set an athletic goal for a client, as well as a weight loss goal, they would have a higher, substantially higher rate of achievement. So instead of just saying, oh, okay, I want to lose 15 pounds after the holidays or before the holidays or in the next four weeks or whatever, um, it's fine to set that. Set that goal for yourself. Or I want to fit into my skinny jeans by the end of the year. Yes, set that goal for yourself. But along with that, write down and put on your refrigerator or someplace that you can see, write down an athletic goal. So let's say that you're, you're, you want to run 10 times around your own block. It doesn't take money to lose weight. So just say, I'm going to run 10 times around my own block, and it's, it, I'm going to set my goal for 30 minutes. And then in two weeks, I'm going to set my goal for 25 minutes. And then in a month, I'm going to set my goal for 20 minutes. It's really, really effective. Um, the other thing is, is that I get people into, like, charity walks, 10Ks, AIDS rides, any kind of charitable um, event. There are many, many um, charitable events linked to cancer and just, you know, wonderful, wonderful charities. And um, get connected to that, to do something on a bigger level that has some emotionalism for you and as well as a weight loss goal. So, you know, there are all kinds of ways to go about this, but make it a little bigger than just trying to get into your skinny jeans and you're going to achieve better. Oh, so like a mission, you know, aligned with a cause that really speaks to your heart and just, you know. Absolutely. Okay. Oh, that's great. Now, I have, you know, can you share with our listeners, and I'm sure you have plenty of them, but maybe it's one of your favorite success stories among all the clients you've worked with, you know, in the last several years. One that really speaks to your That's an easy one. That's an easy one. It's the reason I it's it's the reason I got into this industry. I mean, I owned businesses before this industry that weren't related to fitness at all, um, and I um, I started kind of late in the game. And um, I uh, worked for Warner Brothers Television for some some years, and I didn't really have a passion for what I was doing anymore. And I uh, started taking clients on. I got certified at thirty, and I started taking a couple of clients. 
one of my clients, one of my first clients was a woman. She was a very high-powered, well-known executive in Los Angeles. And she came to me, and she, on the surface, looked like she had everything. She had money. She had power. She always had, you know, like a pop boyfriend on her arm. But she was a complete mess. She was an alcoholic. Her relationships were abusive. She hated her job. She hated herself. Through about four months, three to four months of working together, working together, she completely changed her life. She got into AA. She quit her job and and got a job that she enjoyed more. Um, she really turned her life around. And I said, Oh my gosh, if I can be in a in a in an industry and not just get someone a six pack or you know their perfect body, what they they want for their perfect body, but if I can actually change their life, this is what I want to do for a living. And that was my first, you know, one of my first clients. It made a huge impact on me, and I knew I had a passion for it, and I pursued it heavily and, and never looked back. And I still have a passion for it. You know, I, have, I work on the TV show. I write books. I'm writing my second book right now, which, by the way, is titled Metaphysiques because I loved that chapter oh, so much. Oh, wow. That now I'm, okay. Okay. The whole yeah, book so, will be then on that. Okay, great. All right. So I'm, ex- I'm expanding upon that, and I'm going to be writing. It's, it's just an overall happiness book and an energy-changing book, and I'm researching it, all the you know, amazing religions and taking the best tenets of everything I can find. But anyway, um, I still train clients. I still love it. I still go to people's homes, I bring my resistance bands, I bring my free weights, and I still train them. And I have to be creative, and I have to be smart, and I have to know, like, you know, 2,000 exercises, and I still, you know, keep it fun and exciting. I mean, I have one A-list client right now. She's one of the biggest stars in the world. And she is, uh, I go to her house five days a week in Malibu, and I don't think she's done one exercise in the last three months you know, one similar exercise. So I love to keep my game up and to keep, you know, keep, you know, doing what I do. It's so fun for me. So every client impacts me. Every client has a story, and I get a lot of fulfillment personally from working with them. Wow. Well, your passion, uh, you know, shows through. So that's that's pretty (laughs) inspirational. Um, You know, Jackie, I really appreciate your sharing your thoughts with us. They've been really insightful and interesting. Is there any last thought or take-home message you'd like to leave our listeners with? I I would. For people, um, you know, for people that are really overweight, you know, I want to speak to you that it's it's not your fault. I, I say this in the opening chapter, it's not your fault for being fat, it's your fault for staying fat. And I say that with love. And this is why I say that, because there are a couple of small things that you can do to take control of the food industry conspires to make us overweight in this country, all of us. And once you learn that they're not your friend, but they're to be watched, and that you need to take control of the nutrients that you put in your body, you need to be a smart consumer, then you will naturally lose weight, and you you will not have this, you know, um, you will not be carrying that around anymore. So you have to understand that um, you have to take control of it. You have to watch your calories and your sugar intake. And you have to really, really watch that food industry and not believe the deceptive labeling that they give us. And so I just want to tell people that, especially over the holidays, as they're really kind of looking at foods more closely. Excellent. Um, Excellent. So really being proactive. And I think that comes from a place of empowerment. So I love that. Um, 
I'd like to thank Jackie Warner for joining us today. It's been an absolute pleasure. And once again, if you'd like to learn more about the insights Jackie's been sharing with us today, her book is entitled, This is Why You're Fat and How to Get Thin Forever. And in case you joined us late or would like to share this show with people in your life, I'd like to remind you that today's radio show will be archived and available as a podcast on Intersections Match's website, which is www.intersectionsmatch.com. I can be reached at jazbean at intersectionsmatch.com. And, Jackie, would you have a website you'd like to um, direct our listeners to as well? Or? Absolutely. Go to JackieWarner.com for tons of tips and a very affordable online training, the best online training you're going to get in the, on, the web, on, on the web. So definitely go to JackieWarner.com. JackieWarner.com. Great. Well, everyone, appreciate your hanging out with us. Do email me with topics you'd like discussed in future shows, and make sure to join us for next month's show. Thanks so much, Jackie. Take care, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. Good night.